Hello guys, today we are going to discuss about local SEO, local digital marketing, how you can get results with that and even more we are going to unite with AI because it's hard to ignore AI today, impossible tomorrow, but when we had the first podcast conversation with Jeff Riedel, we didn't touch this topic today, we can't ignore it. Uh, it's a pleasure to get you back, Jeff, on my show to learn from you. Tell our audience in mind about your business background and why you decided to share with us about implementing AI and, lo- and uh, local marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, for having me on again, Anatoly. Anatoly, I uh, appreciate the opportunity. Um, so I am uh, currently the uh, senior product manager at One Local. Um, One Local is a digital marketing platform. Uh, we help. Uh, small local businesses uh, grow their business, particularly online. Um, so in terms of providing a platform for um, providing them with a website um, that is uh, search engine optimized, uh, provided them with messaging tools to engage with their clients, um, appointment uh, building uh, um, tools as well, calendar and appointment building tools, um, uh, tools to engage really with their, their customers uh, to, in terms of um, online review responses, those those types of things. Really anything to do with their uh, their online digital um, uh, presence. And um, specifically wanted to talk about AI because obviously everybody's talking about AI um, and we're, we're thinking about it as well. Um, I, I think, you know, when we, we think about AI these days, I, I think a lot of people think it's sort of for the big guys, for the enterprise, right? How can they use it to scale content or how can they use it to, um, uh, you know, make make better decisions or, or let, let the machines do you know, more of the work for them. But really for, for small business owners, for local uh, small business owners, um, they, they even have less time and resources typically than, than the big guys, right? They're, they're busy running their businesses. And so if there are opportunities to introduce efficiencies um, to their processes, uh, you know, make things easier for them in terms of, of digital marketing, um, we're certainly going to look to see if we can't uh, can help with that. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Okay, let's talk about AI. It's interesting, um, you know, uh, I use AI like a regular tool, ChatGPT. I used before ChatGPT. Uh, today, I think that I spent more time on this tool uh, because it can help to create content faster, better content, high quality content. And uh, I also learn complaints about AI. And in most cases, marketers complain that AI is just a rewriting tool. It's true. Yeah. Uh, AI is the best rewriting tool ever, but rewriting, not writing. So can you right. tell? <laughs> how to use AI uh, in the correct way. I mean, like, uh, it, it's the same, like, if we use Ahrefs, Moss, uh, SEMrush, uh, I see when uh, webmasters chase high-volume keywords, I see this data and think, wow, I want to get this traffic, but in the first stage, uh, these keywords are overwhelmed and overpriced. In the second, it doesn't mean that you can sell products by having these keywords in the top 10. So it's hard to promote and it's hard to monetize. And uh, I think if you use AI in the correct way, for example, like Elon Musk, before before he started to criticize ChatGPT, uh, he uh, shared a few tweets about OpenAI uh, and uh, he uh, used hard prompts. 
Uh, I, no, I read a few times his question. Uh, yes. Long question uh, to understand what Elon Musk wanna get, and he got this unique answer. Interesting about that. So, can you tell how to use AI in the way to create unique content? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you're, I think you're bang on in that AI really is is just a tool. Um, whether you call it a writing tool or a rewriting tool, I, I think it provides a way to help save time and and increase efficiency. Right, so. Uh, it's about sort of automating those those labor intensive tasks uh, or the repetitive tasks um, for you know small local business owners. That might mean how uh, you know creating content, um, creating creating blog posts or creating new content for their their website. Um, but ultimately, um, and and I think you're absolutely right, is that um, in order to get good content out, you have to give. AI really detailed context, and then it will create, you know, that 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 quality content. I think the output's only as good as as what you you input. Um, so, you know, providing the context. For if you're thinking a small business owner, um, what's what's the business? Uh, what what services do they offer? Um, what what's their location? Right? Who's their target customer? What's what's the demographic of that customer? Or, you know, are they trying to appeal to male or female? Are they trying to appeal to uh, um, uh, you know, specific age demographic? The more information you can give to AI, the the better the output you're going to get. And I think that works, you know, across all of the different types of content you can create. So the things that we're we're thinking about in terms of of that content and, th and things we're doing already or thinking about moving forward are are just that, you know, creating creating website content, um, creating, uh, you know, blog posts um, that are specific to the products or services that that, that client is offering. But then there are, are a lot of other um, sort of those, those small, again, repetitive daily tasks uh, around customer communication that, that we can start to think about leveraging AI for. Things like one of the things we've most recently introduced is um, responding to Google reviews. <laughs> Right. So every day, some you know, customers are getting getting reviews from their 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 customers and they need to respond to those. Right. Because Google really wants them to respond. They, there's one of the things that helps to boost a, a local business's authority is are they responding in a timely manner? Well, responding is one thing, but coming up with like sitting down, taking the time to write the response is, is a whole nother. Yeah. So what, one of the things we're helping them to do is auto generating a review response. Now, AI is just the tool. So it will create that initial response. It's still up to that user, the business owner to go in, have a look at it, make sure that it fits their, their tone fits their, you know, that it, that it, that AI has produced the proper content. Um, maybe it'll take a couple of tries, right? We have a regenerate button. If you don't like the first suggestion, maybe try again. We all know AI will get better and better the more you feed it, the more context you yeah. give it. And over time, it, it'll learn how to generate those proper, you know, this is a really small example, right? It's, it's, a, it's a response to a review. But if we can even save the business owner that little bit of time by auto-generating that, that the first version that they can then, you know, customize and, and make sure fits their... Um, their tone, their, you know, their, their outlook, then 
uh, you know, I think we've, we've, we've made some, some headway. And, you know, nice. responding to a review, that's something that could absolutely benefit yeah. and, and affect your authority and your overall visibility, uh, whether it be in, in, in Google Maps or in Google search results in general. Yeah, by the way, I recommend to read all reviews that you can get. But that's okay if you uh, use AI to reply to these reviews because it takes time to type, uh, to learn. Uh, it's better to edit, of course, uh, to check out. A hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah. know, we, we would never suggest just letting the machine answer for you, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, you, have, you have to make sure that, you know, what comes out, again, based on, we try and give it as much context as we can. So, you know, where is the business located? What are the services they offer? You know, what's, what does the review appear to be about? What, what services mentioned in a review if the, if the customers mentioned the service? Um, you know, giving, again, AI that context so that it can spit out the, an appropriate response um, absolutely yeah. is, is critical. Okay, uh, let's talk about negative reviews. Uh, I remember when Bill Gates said that the biggest set of data to get negative reviews. So you can learn and think how to update, develop, improve your products. And uh, can we rely uh, ChatGPT or any other AI tool to reply to these reviews? Because uh, I, I think it's each case is different. And according to some studies, uh, people can change their negative reviews to positive ones uh, in 30% of times if you decide their pain points, uh, their problems. So uh, can you tell about negative reviews? Is it okay to give to AI? Because, for example, if I get a oh, uh, review like good service, you know, okay, I can reply, thank you for your yeah. feedback. But if someone is angry about your products, <laughs> they want to destroy your business. So yes. <laughs> any tips about that? Yeah, no, I, I think the same rule applies, right? Whether it be a good review or a negative review, I, I wouldn't let AI simply answer without, you know, looking at it first. So, I, and, and you're, you make a very good point about negative reviews. You know, a lot of people worry about, well, I don't want to get a negative review. There's, there's been lots of studies that say negative reviews for some businesses are actually a good thing that consumers are looking to see how businesses have dealt with negative reviews, right? If, if some, in some cases, I mean, I'll, I'll look at a, at a business uh, and their reviews. And if, if they have nothing but glowing five-star reviews, I'd actually be a little, uh, you know, I mean, a little wary or, you know, how, how, can, how can a business be this good? How can they not have any problems ever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think being able to effectively respond to negative reviews is an important part of the, the process. Um, and, and again, doing that in a timely manner, right? So if AI can help to, so someone, you know, they've left a long scathing review <laughs> about your business. If, if AI can help to create a, well-structured, well-thought-out um, reply that you can then go in, review, and make sure that it's, you know, appropriate to send, then, I, yeah, absolutely. I think in, in that case, again, AI can, can help. It's always that AI can help, not take over, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I think the, link, the business owner still has to have their opportunity to see what's been produced and before they, before they send it off. Nice, nice. Um, once I spoke with Shane Barker and he told me uh, about his software. He created software that can help to remove uh, bad reviews on Amazon, fake reviews. Uh, for example, if companies have like plus thousand reviews, it's hard to find uh, which one is fake. But he created 
software, big AI technology to uh, figure out what kind of fake reviews uh, they have, uh, send the message to Amazon, it's fake review, and uh, he, uh, this software can make a point to, uh, to explain to Amazon uh, why it's fake review, because in most cases, for example, if someone bought a product, uh, left you one star review, then after some time, this customer uh, buys one more time <laughs> to leave <laughs> again one star review. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what kind of chance uh, we can have, you know, uh, about real customer who is angry about your product, but uh, to buy the second time. And uh, this bot can leave five-star review to competitors. So this software can help, you know, to remove <laughs> <laughs> uh, fake reviews, uh, positive reviews from competitors and uh, help uh, companies uh, to improve because on Amazon, it's very important to have high ranking because customers can ignore your products. Can you tell about uh, using AI in local SEO? I mean, like uh, with uh, uh, replying to these reviews or probably even to find fake reviews. Uh, what kind of prompts do you use uh, to tell AI, uh, please, I have reviews, uh, what kind of business I have? Uh, any tips about that? I mean, like the process or prompts? Yeah, we haven't we haven't really haven't really got into that as yet. Um, as far as thinking about how to use it to uh, identify reviews, a part of our our platform includes the ability to to gather those reviews and then and then respond to them. Um, we we haven't really gotten beyond that as yet. Um, but I, I do potentially see application if if you had a large enough. Um, data set i mean and that's one of the things about ai is the more data you have the better you can get at predicting or, or understanding uh and, and noticing you know trends and and uh and things that are happening from that perspective um but yeah at, at this point we have really haven't looked at you know identifying anything like a fake a fake review mm -hmm. for the most part mm -hmm. it's it's whatever reviews come in those those are the ones and we're again remember we're talking about small local businesses so typically i mean amazon's a different i think a little different beast yeah. where you know, e-commerce, you might get hundreds, thousands of reviews with, with our clients is typically one, you know, one, two, three, four a day that they might receive for the services they provided. So, uh, but still the, the AI comes in handy to be able to, to deal. They're so busy running their businesses. They don't even have time to, you know, think about the response. So if we can save them that, you know, that half an hour, whatever it takes to, to yeah. generate those responses, at least the first draft, as I say, um, but we think that's a big, a big help. And a lot of it, we've had really good feedback so far from our clients on, on just having that availability that it, it creates that response. So all they make, in some cases, all they have to do is hit send in most mm -hmm. they're, they're going to want to polish it first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. You know, uh, it's interesting. I got uh, two one star reviews about my SEO course. The first one star review came after launching the course, uh, in the first hour. Uh, the, uh, our course consists of 18 hours of videos, uh, plus 50 articles written Lily Ray, uh, right. Chelsea Alves, Mike Phillips, Jeff Coyle, name them, a lot of great experts. And someone left review uh, in the first 10 seconds after launching this course. Uh, the second uh, uh, one-star review I got... Uh, from uh, another customer who left this review uh, after consuming a hundred percent of all lessons in our course for an hour. So 
it's impossible. Right. Uh, and when I sent this, in, uh, uh, I tried the first time to tell Udemy, it looks like fake. Nobody yep. cared about that. But when I explained, uh, it's impossible, you know, to watch 100% of all videos and articles for an hour, then uh, Udemy uh, removed this review. So you need to give a strong point to explain. Sure. Uh, now, no. I, I got a question for you, Antoli. Did you take time to, like, in the course of going and, you know, making the case that this was a fake review, did you respond to either yeah, of those I use, reviews? Yeah, I usually respond myself because uh, we have no, like, a lot of reviews, uh, sure. and uh, all of them uh, are real. So I have time for that. If I have no time, I'll think about AI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that I think that that's the thing, right? Especially for again, sort of that small. I think what Google's looking at. If we go back to to SEO and authority, it's the timeliness of that response, right? So if if somebody leaves a, a review, good, bad, or indifferent, the quicker you're able to respond, the better. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think again, AI can really help because. If it's going to take me, you know, some time to go in and think about, well, how am I going to respond versus, you know, the answer is already partially there. Um, that that time to response decreases. And, yeah. and in the eyes of Google, I think that really helps. You know, it, it's one small factor. You know, as we know with SEO, there's so many different factors, but response rate on reviews. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that that's, that's an important piece. Um, you know, so I think that's where, again... Uh, AI can likewise come in hand handy is that um, any, anywhere it can cut down on the time it takes to create content, right? Um, I, you know, for a lot of businesses, the, you know, just volume of content, being able to get content out on a on a regular basis is also a challenge. So if you know Google, if sorry, AI can save some time in yeah. uh, for, for you know our our customers or local businesses in general. That's that's really where I think the the tool comes into play. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And uh, uh, it's not hard for me because I have the habit to reply uh, to comments uh, on social media. And I remember when I replied four hundred times in a day. <laughs> right. Even got the message notification from LinkedIn. Something is wrong with your replies. I, <laughs> yeah. I did this job manually. It's not like I started in one day. You know, it, take, sure. it took time. You know, to learn it. Uh, I started like uh, five, ten uh, replies a day. Then uh, I increase speed. Uh, I learn from Gary V. You can do yeah. it. Just uh, go step by step. And uh, my best results came to four hundred. Uh, replies. Then I got the message from LinkedIn, <laughs> and I decided to right. increase quality instead of right. quantity. So yeah, that's okay. And, and, and you know, of course, the difference between and so the you and you know a lot of our customers yeah, is yeah, I understand. Th you're yeah. you're savvy, right? You're online. You understand. You have the and maybe you have some time to be able to even dig in and understand what what's needed. Um, mm -hmm. We're talking about you know plumbers and roofers and yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. Med spa owners, small local business owners who, one, don't have the time, and two, you probably don't, you don't even know where to start, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, just even, yeah. you know, they understand that they have a Google business profile, and it's important that they're getting reviews, and they're likely getting those reviews sent to their email, but then, you know, having to figure out, navigate, okay, where do I go to respond, and how do I respond, and oh, now let me think of a response, it, it, it's, it's a challenge, right? And they're trying to run their business. So anything yeah. we can do to, you know, kind of, kind of save them time. Um, to that end, um, there's another place that we're utilizing 
AI uh, in terms of um, of content. So we talked about you know websites. We talked about blog posts responding to reviews. Another one is um, for for small local businesses. They've all sorts of customer communications that they want to deliver. Right? They may have um, promotional messages they want to send out. You know, there's a new offer on a service that they they uh, they offer. Um, you know, around the holidays, they want to send out holiday greetings. Uh, maybe they want to send thank you messages to all of their customers for a particular, uh, you know, reason for um, maybe, um, you know, they took advantage. They, have, they, they had a special and a whole bunch of people, um, you know, uh, took advantage of the special. Then they want to thank them for that. Or maybe, you know, they just have some sort of educational message they want to send out. Um, That's another place we're using AI again pro- to be able to just generate these single simple text messages right mm-hmm. um you know uh you know click here for a 20 percent off you know special that we're running this month um and again the more context we can provide ai the better that message can potentially be so you know what's the business what are the services they offer or what specific service do they want to promote um what's what's the offer or discount uh, again, um, you know, where are they located? Who's their audience? Is it, is it male, female, or, or either? Um, <clears throat> what's the age demographic? They're ever, all of that information. Mm-hmm. The more we, we can prompt the AI, the better the, the message. And then again, you know, they have the opportunity to go in, review it, and regenerate if necessary until, it, until AI gets it right or close enough to yes. what they're, they're happy with. And then they can send it off. But again, it seems like a little thing, but you know, that little thing along with Google reviews, along with having to create blog posts and all the while they're trying to run their small business. Um, there, there's a lot of, lot of opportunity for, for AI to save, save them some time. Yeah. For me, it's not little thing because 95% of customers read reviews. So <laughs> it's a yes. big thing for me. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, I'm just little in terms of, you know, the task or, or seemingly yeah. it shouldn't take you much time to respond to reviews. Right. But what if you're getting 20 of them a day? What if you yeah. also want to send out, you know, your regular promotions? What if you need to create that blog post? Um, mm-hmm. it, and then, you know, there, then there's other instances. What if you've got people coming to your website and, you know, the, the traditional web chat, right? Even even a traditional web chat. We've had a tool uh, for a while which leverages our, our messaging platform where people can go on and they can they can start a chat, but the chat is really a an SMS sort of back and forth chat message. Um, where we think we can absolutely take this for small local businesses is AI can look at and understand the context of their website, the content within their website, what services they offer, their FAQs, what questions they typically answer, what's their pricing look like, and start to become that interactive online chat engine for them, right? And and that you know maybe that takes away a few phone calls that they have to answer on a yeah. on a on a daily basis. I mean, we can we can extend it uh, even one further to where not only is it a web chat, but it's it's a phone chat, right? Where AI can start to answer the phone and listen to the questions that are, are being received. We, we have a product now called Local Response, which effectively does this as sort of an um, interactive voice response. Um, we'll be applying AI to that as well so that AI can, you know, sort of come up with the answer. Um, right now, it's, you know, the prompts are things like, if you want to, you know, book an appointment, press one. If you want to uh, request pricing, press two. And we 
auto-generate an SMS out to the customer and, and you know, they, they get their answer. But I think AI could help to take that to kind of use the next level because maybe the question isn't as simple as book an appointment or, uh, you know, pricing. Maybe there's something more, more that that customer wants to know. And if we can direct them to that right answer quicker, um, that's going to, you know, again, it, it's all about trying to save the business, the local, the small local business owner time in, in yeah. having to, you know, do that manually, deal with that customer inquiry because, you know, you're a plumber and you're busy fixing things or you're, yeah. you know, running, running the business, those, those customer inquiries, those incoming inquiries can take up a whole lot of time. Yeah. I understand, I understand because uh, priorities are key now, even in my business. Uh, I have no time to reply to reviews. I can pay someone who can do it. So right now, I think how to do uh, use automation as well. And I have the question about the quality of these replies. You know, um, for example, uh, after launching ChatGPT, I found that all offers, all offers, I don't know anyone, uh, copywriters who ignore AI today. And uh, I cooperate with great offers who publish on Forbes, Bloomberg, uh, many other great websites. And I found all of them use ChatGPT, (laughs) all of them without any exception. Why wouldn't they, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I can feel it. You know, I can feel uh, uh, like, I don't know, when you read a lot of such text, you can uh, get the smell, you know, of this the taste of this uh, text uh, and uh, sometimes it's not good. We usually communicate to explain, okay, uh, we can't deny tool AI exists, but we yes. need to be unique to use this tool in smart way. So can you tell how these reviews look like? I mean, like, uh, because, you know, for example, you mentioned about chats. Uh, it's annoying when you reach out to company and get automatic reply. And uh, in most cases, it's not accurate. It takes time, you know, to get a human being. So, any, right. uh, but uh, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. I, know, I know exactly where you're going and it's, and I, it's good because I wanted to talk about this. Okay. Again, nice. the fact that AI is just a tool um, and that there still needs to be human interaction. I mean, if we're talking about local and local SEO. So, you know, reviews are, are one thing. And that's where I think, you know, the human needs to get involved. It, it, they need to, to vet what what's the AI is produced before it actually gets sent. Um, I think that becomes even more important when we're talking about articles and blog posts to your point, right? You're, you're seeing, you know, on Forbes or wherever else these authors are, are publishing content, they're using you know, ChatGPT as the initial tool. Maybe it's to, to uh, you know, ideate, to figure out what do I even want to write about or, you know, come up with a, a, a number of topics on a, or a number of, uh, let's just call them article titles based on a particular topic, right? That, that saves them time in, in sort of the ideation phase. Then maybe it creates the first draft of that, that article. But ultimately, they still have to get involved to, to go in and, not just polish, but make it, you're right, unique, make it their article. Um, That's going to be hugely important for, uh, and and something, you know, as a service we offer, something we're going to have to help to make sure that we're doing for local businesses is that we're creating blog posts for, you know, particular service, particular industry. How does that business put their unique 
stamp on it or they're, you know, make it unique. Um, because Google is still paying attention to, from an SEO perspective, yeah. expertise, authority, and trustworthiness, right? Um, and so you have to you have to somehow make sure you're weaving that into your into your content. It, AI can provide the first draft of it, um, mm. but somewhere along the way, you have to make it you have to make it yours. Otherwise, you're going to end up. It's going to be a real, I think, boring world, right? With a whole bunch of the same content. It's, it's a whole lot of sameness about all of yeah. the content. Um, but at, and, and at a local level, um, I I I don't think AI is going to have at least initially all that much effect on, on local SEO because local SEO, you're still going to have to establish your authority locally. Like you're still going to have to um, engage with your community, right? Uh, you're still going to have to engage with your customers. Your customers are still going to have to give you your reviews. Like those are the things that establish your authority, not just your content. Although the content still does matter, you just need to make sure that it's your content and that it, it is unique. To your point, it, it's, it's, it has to be, I don't think Google's going to let us get away with creating a whole bunch of the same content across yeah. the board, right? Um, e e even if it's just a matter of, you know, you know linking that, that blog post to the service page that talks about how you uniquely provide that service or how you answer that, uniquely answer that question that your customer has, right? And, and, and when you think about it at, from a local SEO perspective, we're talking about customers that are looking for these things down at a local level, right? I need a, I need a plumber in this town. I need a, uh, I'm looking for a specific service in a very specific area. So I think that, um, you know, at, at least early on, AI and SEO is is more at the or is going to have a bigger impact at the at the enterprise level. It's it's absolutely going to show up. I mean, we Google held their I/O conference yesterday, and we already have started to see generative AI built into the search engine results. Right, that that yeah. is absolutely coming, um, which probably means it's just going to take up room on the page, give us mm -hmm. less less uh, less room to work with, but. Um, you know, we we'll need to figure out ways to make sure that those local businesses or the content that they're creating has a way of getting into the getting into that getting into those answers. But more importantly, for local businesses, they still want primarily to be to show up in the map, right? To show up in the map yeah. results, to show up in the organic search results, and the map results is still going to be about reviews and engagement and local local authority first. Mm -hmm. Does that nice. Make sense. Uh, yeah, of course, makes sense. I wanna ask you about uh, something that most content creators can complain about AI that it's not creative. You know, uh, I wanna share a story about Lloyd Richardson. He published a book 11 years ago, and he spent 14 years to write this book. 14 years, a lot. So after uh, publishing this book, uh, he tried marketing sales but he couldn't sell this book i mean like uh, random sales but not good then his daughter posted content on tiktok about this book mm -hmm. uh this video became viral from account with zero followers plus 50 million people watch this video today this book is bestseller on amazon i watched this video 
Uh, I can tell that this video, nice looking design, just simple design, but creative. You know, it's creative. It provokes curiosity, you know, like uh, she shares a story about this book that offers spent 14 years to write a book. What yeah. kind of book is this? You know, I, I, uh, I want to see, you got me excited. I want to see the video now. <laughs> yeah, you, you can watch uh, uh, Google Lloyd Richardson. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, uh, Lloyd Richardson, uh, Lloyd Richardson okay. video. Yeah, I'll you can find it. I'll, I'll definitely look it up. Yeah, and um, after watching this video, I got curiosity. What kind of book is this? I want to read this book. It's interesting. And uh, can you tell about creativity? How to be creative in local SEO? How to stand out from the rest? Because if you are talking about plumbing, it's like the same. Sink <laughs> clocked. I don't know. <laughs> Any other stuff. So how to stand out from the rest? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, it's a really good question. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's about finding how to best connect with your community. Um, you're, you're right. I mean, how do you write a, a plumbing article that is entertaining? It, it, that's one thing about content, right, that sometimes I think people forget about is not only does it have to relay information, it should be somewhat entertaining. If it's, if it's not entertaining, who's, who's going to want to take the time to, to, to read it or, or to, or to, yeah. or to watch it. Like you make a, you know, when we're talking about TikTok or, 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 or video, you know, audio video in general, obviously those, those, uh, you know, platforms tend to be in more engaging, um, I, I, you know, I guess, you know, for that plumber, maybe looking for those opportunities to, I, from a social perspective, I don't, I don't know if, you know, plumbers necessarily need to be on TikTok. Maybe they do. They got to figure out whether, you got to figure out first off, where is your audience? Do you think your audience is, is on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or, you know, where, where do you think that, that, that audience Resides. Yeah, I, I, but but I think you know it's example. Uh, I mean, like how to be creative. It doesn't matter in website content and video content. I mean, like because you know if we have AI, AI just rewrites existing content, generates uh, the same content, and uh, many content creators uh, can't find new ideas in local SEO. Just create the same content. So. The main question is how to stand out from the rest. I mean, like how to find your uh, strong side and jump with that to, sh to show in your content. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I think some some of that at least will come back to the the prompts. I don't know that that what AI produces is is totally without uh, without creativity. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's you know again it's it's quality in, quality out. So the more, like, you really do need to think about those those prompts and how much context you're giving to the AI in order to get something out that's a little bit more creative, a little bit more entertaining. Um, but we'll go back to where we started, right? It, it, it very well may be that what you get out is is just the the base. It's, it's, it's the foundation of what you need to add your creativity to, or, or, you know, you give it a different, your own different unique spin, right? Something that, you know, you, you think and feel that your audience will, will embrace that, that, that they'll find engaging. Um, and then, you know, there, there's a, there's a step beyond just creating that content, right? Obviously there's then distributing the content, 
So, you know, posting that content, um, you know, whether it be through your, your if, again, local business, super important, post any and all of that content on your GVP profile, as well as your, your social, um, social channels. I mean, your social channels, depending on how many followers, first thing I always think about before posting anything to social is how much of an audience do I have, right? I can create all the great entertaining content I want, but if I don't have the audience socially, then I'm, I'm publishing it to, to deaf ears, right? Um, that being said, uh, you know, again, local business, I definitely be looking to distribute that content I've created to my, my Google business profile. Um, and then the thing that's going to help you to understand whether or not your content is good enough or creative enough is, is, is analytics, right? You're going to want to monitor and measure or have someone like one local monitor and measure whether or not that content is being engaged. Like, is anybody reading, liking, or sharing it? Right. That that will ultimately tell you whether or not you're you're starting to hit the right notes with with your audience and whether or not, you know, that article you wrote about unclogging your toilet was was entertaining yeah. enough. Right. With with the with with the, with the catchy video that you incorporate into it. Right. That that yeah, will tell not? you. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's funny because um, I years ago, I remember somebody talking about or being asked. Uh, it, with a, a colleague that I work with about um, their client had asked, hey, can you create us a viral video? <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's not possible. But by, by definition, we don't know what, what makes a, a video viral, right? We, we just create yeah. a video. And whether or not it, it becomes something that goes viral is, is really up to the audience. Um, yeah. And, and whoever is receiving, you know, the example you just gave of, you know, the, the, the TikTok video that yeah. could have gone, that could have gone either way. Right. But yeah. somewhere, somewhere along the way it, it, it caught fire. Now you said there was, you know, I haven't seen it, but there's, there's obviously some level of creativity there that people picked up on and that's why it went viral. But I don't know if there's yeah. necessarily really a formula for that. Right. Um, it's, yeah, no. It's a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of trial and error. Um, yeah, but but yeah. if you could, but if you can use AI to at least give you that 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 base, save you the time of coming up with the underlying base of content, and then I, I think that's again to your point, rewriting right is that you you put your creativity or you put your spin, you put your uniqueness on top of that. That's that's what's going to differentiate you from your your competitors or, or any of the other content that you're competing against. I mean, obviously yeah. these, these days there's so much content out there on so many different topics. You know, how do you, uh, how do you, how do you stand out? Well, uh, you just try a lot, a lot of trial and error. Figure yeah, out, exactly. Right? I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, you need to work hard, <laughs> test, <laughs> experiment, fail. Failing is part of the process. You need to fail a lot. Uh, but you can learn from failures and uh, you remind me Mr. Beast when uh, he shared how he learned YouTube. Uh, so uh, he uh, watched a lot of videos about YouTube, uh, watched a lot of content consumed and uh, 
posted videos for an year and half, yeah, like uh, 18 months to get first thousand subscribers. Now, yeah, he failed many times. Nobody cared, but he didn't give up. Just keep learning, keep searching. And today everyone knows Mr. Beast because of this consistency of failure, you know, yeah, right, part right. of the process. And, and, and so I, su I suppose yeah. then where, where, again, where AI can help is a lot of the time spent building the content that ultimately failed <laughs> or, or <laughs> all, all, of, all of those different tries, right? If he would have had AI available to him back then to save him, I don't know, 25, 50% of the time that it took to come up with the idea or create the content in the first place. Um, you know, maybe, maybe he could have cut the time it would have taken for him to get there in half because you, with, with AI, you, you can fail faster, right? That is that you said, that's one of the goals, right? Fail, fail faster, create more content quicker, figure out what's working, what's not working and try to make the stuff that's working repeatable. Right. Yeah. Um, nice. Nice. Yeah. Valuable. And Jeff, I have a final question. Uh, according to your experience, you know, for example, I found that I usually get uh, high results with customers who understand SEO. So if they understand, we can cooperate together like a cohesive team. But if they don't, I usually tell them, take my course. It costs $10, $20. Not a lot, you know, uh, you can learn from Jeff Coyle, Lily Ray, many great experts, uh, mm -hmm. because uh, when customers understand SEO, we can create the right strategy. Uh, we don't chase high volume. We can chase uh, metrics that will sell uh, our efforts. So uh, let's imagine you started today from scratch. What yes. would you do today to learn more about local SEO? Uh, I, I'd read a lot. <laughs> maybe I take, maybe I take your course. Um, but I, 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 I mean, there's so much content out there on, yeah. on SEO. Um, you know, there's, there's great, uh, you know, publications to, to subscribe to. I'll, I'll, I, I, uh, uh, contribute to search engine journal as an example, there's search engine land, um, there are people like Brian Dean, and then you've mentioned other, other gurus. There's, there's just so much content out there. I think what's key, though, is to try and filter out the noise and, and figure out what's, what's true and what's real. Um, if, if we go back to, I, I'll always come back to local SEO because that's where my, my focus is right now. Um, for, for small local business owners, I, I think the most important thing that they need to learn in terms of how to improve their, their online visibility, their online authority, is it, it re there, there, there really are some simple principles. One, run a really good business, right? Deliver <laughs> good services. Um, have a, have a, a good website that Google can easily crawl and find so it's a properly structured website make sure that you 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 work with someone who can build a site that is as technically sound as possible like the, you know our customers don't need to understand how to you know technically optimize a website right we, we can do that for them um what, what i want them to understand is you need, they need to run a really good business they need to keep their customers happy so that they're giving them good reviews and that they're responding to those reviews as quickly as they can. 
um, that they're consistently creating content that's getting published either to their website or nowadays, even more importantly, their Google business profile so that they're, you know, consistently publishing content there and that they're engaging with their, their customers. Like for, for a local, small local business, the, the, the biggest thing I think is being part of your community and engaging with your community, right? Providing a service, a good service, um, you know, the, the definition of viral, I think, at a, at a local level is getting people to talk, talking about your business. Hey, yeah, they he's the best plumber in town or, you know, that's the best med spa in in my city or in my neighborhood. Um, you know, that's the best restaurant. Like when it comes down to a local level, it, it's it's much more it's much more micro. But the same the same principles apply. Good website, good content um you know that's that's well structured and then on an ongoing basis it just engaging creating more complementary content and engaging with your audience and then the other piece is is we kind of have alluded to this paying attention to what's working and what's not working um understanding where you've established authority and just trying to build on that right so if i'm again the plumber um if there's a particular service that for me is the most important and I can convince Google that it's, I provide the best version of that service of anybody in the community that over time that, that Google's going to come to realize that, right. That, that you're going to build that authority. And, and in order to do that, I need to have all of the supporting content that people are reading, liking, sharing, and I'm engaging with them. And, and, you know, it's, it, it really is, I, you know, I know you started by asking, how do I learn about SEO? For, for a lot of our customers, it's, it's how do I learn about running a good local business? And, and yeah. if you do, the, the, the SEO part should follow. There are, again, I don't want to downplay it, but there are absolutely things you still need to do. Create the content, have it all structured around the right keywords, pay attention to what's working, what's not working. But, but um, you know, delivering really good services, getting lots of good reviews on your Google business profile, that, that can sometimes trump the, the rest, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Jeff, it's a big pleasure to get on my show again, to learn oh, from you. My I pleasure always, to, to yeah, be here. I always Thanks. enjoy all your valuable insights because you lead me to an emergency room where I need to spend time, you know, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> consume all this data, you know, uh, and tell the best way how to keep learning from you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you. Um, anywhere, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. You can absolutely find me on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter at jriddell. Uh, you can go to onelocal.com to find out more about our, our business. Uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty pretty social, so you can find me uh, a lot of places. As I mentioned, I I publish content on uh, on searchenginejournal.com occasionally uh, around all around SEO content analytics. Uh, so yeah, feel free to find me or follow me or ask me questions any of those places. Yeah, nice, nice. I love uh, read your articles because you know it's important, it's valuable, interesting. But guys, if you learn from my course from Jeff. Just practice, act, make your hands <laughs> dirty because, you know, without acting, 
you can't get results because I see when people overlearn and do nothing. Just practice more. <laughs> no, it's like Cristiano Ronaldo uh, doesn't read 100 books how to play soccer. He hits the ball 10,000 times a day, you know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because practice is more important. Okay, guys, love you. See, See you. Guys.